now listening to the Black Variant. Black Variant on RNC Radio. Issue 119 of the Black mm-hmm. Variant. I'm X, the Million Dollar Man, aka X the Exile, uh-huh. joined by 1017 Van Rith, the God, ladies and gentlemen. We are here to give you the latest and greatest in comic book news. Um, but before that, we're gonna before we do that, we will continue to bullshit for a bit. Um, yeah. Van, you know, I don't I don't talk about soccer on here or football. You know, are you, you sure? Know, you talk about you know, it every week. I don't I don't do it frequently. You know, right, right? Well, you know, I only do it you know every once in a while. You feel me? But um. Right. They they called my boy short dog. They 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 called my boy. Listen, I know I know that he has a uh, cultural nickname like uh, Lisa or Lisa or Liza or whatever. I don't, I'm not gonna disrespect that. But listen, my boy Dro Martinez. All right, man, young Dro Martinez. Lissandra. Yeah, Lissandra Martinez. My my boy, young Dro Martinez. You feel me? Uh-huh. They call my boy short. They call my boy vertically challenged. Mm-hmm. Mind you, this nigga is the same height as all these fucking writers. All right, man. Yeah, man. They call my boy short. What he do? What he do? He he hold okay, Muhammad man. Salah. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Had him praying to Allah. All Yo, right, man. man. Shout out to all my, you know what I mean? My short kings playing on. Marco Veretti, Lissandro. Ray J. Ray J. You know what I mean? Just yep. legends out here. Little Wayne. You know yeah, little Yeah, little Wayne. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Vince Staple. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> holding it out there. Mm-hmm. Shout out to all my short niggas out shout, there. Shout out to John Gresham. Um, <laughs> he's, he's the short friend of boys. <laughs> Shout out yeah. to my under six feet kings, all of them, man. Yeah, man. Um, get moving. What else? What That's else? crazy. How is there anything else happened this past weekend? Um, yo, can we? Co- yo, we just got to talk about this Paul Pogba thing for like one minute. <laughs> Is this nigga having the worst summer ever? Or I, the worst summer ever? I caught I caught up on that uh, while I was smacked and thought I was too smacked. So I came back and read it later. Mm-hmm. And no, nah, it was exactly as it read. Um I I really don't know how much how much worse you can get. This man tore his meniscus or his MCL or some shit, or he got some type of knee injury, and then got blackmailed by the by his brother three weeks later. His brother and niggas with AK 47s, bro. I look like right. and then I read also read in the report that um here's a fucked up part. His brother released the video saying Pogba put a voodoo court uh a voodoo curse on Killian Mbappe, who is also one of the greatest niggas on the planet Earth right now. Uh and by greatest niggas, I mean in soccer, because like he seems to be a square outside in real life. Yeah. Um but like what's the beef? Like yeah, like, but like these niggas have issues. Like, allegedly the curse video was like a, a smoke screen for like you know them actually pulling up on him with you know AR 15s and shit. Yeah, um, that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah, so like I I don't know. Here's the funny part about this shit, right? There then a fucking report came out I think yesterday or some shit was like Killian Bappe is closely watching the situation to see if he act the video of a voodoo curse actually comes out as Mbappe would want him off the French the France international team. And I was oh my god, Finn Balor. Um but I was like, nigga, what the fuck is going on with the French national team, bro? Yeah, man, this nigga linked up with Doctor Strange and said we're monitoring the situation, bro. Because <laughs> like, here's the crazy shit. Here's the crazy thing about it, right? But yeah, like, 
That's not even like that's not even like the most crazy scandal to happen to a nigga from the French national not. team in the last five Bro, years. Bro, shout out to Benzema, man. Yo, shout out to, yo, shout out to Kareem, Kareem Benzema. Currently the coolest motherfucker on the planet, but, but yo, that nigga is sick, bro. Five years ago, <laughs> he was out here like Matt Riddle, dog. Like, his teammate is crazy, bro. Dog, all you remember all the nasty shit Mac Miller used to say on his records, dog. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He was out here like that, dog. Like, hey man, I you know love who you love, love be who you want to be. Just don't extort niggas, dog. You know what I'm saying, yeah, bro. But this always happens in anytime, anytime like an international tournament is about to happen. Always a French national team. Always and some exception. It's always them. Like, damn. What did he do to make them niggas that mad? And it's never anything regular. It's always something crazy like this. Like, ridiculous. Dog, it's... This is kind of... I don't... What is going on? Why is the French so such a weird people? You know what I'm saying? I don't the, know, man. The only, the only French nigga we know is cool is our nigga Scooby Steve, who's on the episode of Arkham Archive. Shout out to him. Shout out to Scooby yeah, Steve. Yeah, shout out to him, man. Um, that, man. I don't know. It's just def- built differently over there. Oh, man. For the French national team. Freak Bull, number one. Freak Bulls, yeah. Um, is there any? Is you know yes, actually? Bless the dog. It's you are wild. <laughs> um, um, is there any like? Is that the most mundane real life shit we've had to talk about in a very long time? Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. I'll take that over. You know, fucking wars being declared and shit like that. You know. Yeah, I would definitely take. Oh, Mikhail Gorbachev that died. Keep it real with you. I I thought he was dead this entire time. Um, yeah, I thought he'd been dead for like at least twenty years. I man. thought he died with Reagan. I'm gonna be completely honest. They I went thought, out together, like yeah, like, like yeah, yeah. Like you know how like the what the fucking story about what what U.S. presidents was it? Where like them niggas like died hours away from each other, beefing, writing letters to each other, still and shit. Like what the fuck? Yeah, I thought it was kind of like that. Like them niggas just like eternal beef. Like like they kind of lived with each for each other. You know what I'm saying? Like ronald reagan lived to sell you know spread drugs throughout the community and terrorize the russians you know what i'm saying and then yeah. mikhail gorbachev lived to terrorize americans and like you know subjugate his own people you didn't you know what it is they were basically the same nigga i thought like they just had like eternal beef off principle i thought it was the principality of it but now nah, one of them outlived the other about 30 years i think he won i'm gonna be, I'm being completely honest if you smoke your ops by 30 years dog that like you won you, the war bro you won the beef yeah you, you know what i'm war, saying man. i'm not mad at him man yo that's crazy. That's why he was beefing. It was so much like this, this you know, same kind of nigga. Yeah, the same. Hey, same thing. Same, same thing, thing. Same thing. Oh, but yeah, man. I damn. It's kind of nice to not have real life. It's it's kind of nice that like to go a week without like a major right being stripped from us or some shit like that. Hey, you know don't speak too soon, brother. Yeah, you know actually, how this goes. yeah. Let's actually, yeah hey, yeah. let's get into the show before we actually fuck something yeah, up. Yeah. Uh, before we get into the show, what you been tapping into lately, my brother? Yo, man, I've been watching Abbott Elementary. I have I never finished the whole uh, thing. I'm watching it on HBO Max, you know what I mean? While we still have HBO Max. Enjoy it, nigga. Uh, <laughs> I've been rewatching Game of Thrones, man. I, I started season one. I said, fuck it. I'm going all the way back, man. Ned Stark, you're a weenie. You know what I mean? <laughs> I hate niggas that try to be too righteous, nigga. Now look at you. Oh man, you know what I mean? <laughs> his wife, weirdo. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, yeah, I don't Are like you, anybody on that show. Right, imagine having beefy, beef, a uh, beef with an infant, yo. Like, yo, like, how you beefing with a child? Yo, yeah. when Rob Baratheon is like, yo, kill her and her baby. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> hey, hey, you remember that video of like, look at him, his little dumb face. Hey, yo, get your boy, dog. Get that your was, boy, dog. That was Catelyn, yo, that was Catelyn Stark and Rob Baratheon, nigga. Like, For real, like, damn, you gonna kill a child, nigga? The child ain't even here. Out here looking like Todd from Breaking Bad. 
Oh. Yeah, I pretty enjoyed um, how Daenerys' brother got killed, you know, with the gold. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Forgot about that. That was pretty fire. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm just Game of Thrones heavy. I've been watching lore videos and shit, nigga. Playing Crusader Kings, nigga. It's crazy. We, we out here, feel me? You know what I'm saying? They said we would never eat again, yo. They tried oh, to... They, yo, tried, they said it. These are the, things they said. The internet tried to take food off my table, yo. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They, they, they said I could never feast again. They said mm-hmm. I can never, I, I can never, you know, they never said, they said winter would never come again. Mm-hmm. All right, Put man. The ones up. You know mm-hmm. how insulting that is to Chicago, nigga? Don't give us that much hope. All right, man. <laughs> they, they said, this is the things they said. You want to know what? They was capping. All right, man. Chicago niggas are really the Starks. That's crazy, man. <laughs> how Stark Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> block. All right, relax. <laughs> um, they said we would never, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. You know, you know what I'm saying? New records being broken and shit, you feel me? Uh-huh. Uh, speaking of records being broken, let's get to Dead Shots this week. All right, man. Um, remember, remember the Snyder Cut? Remember the movie they said that was never going to happen? Movie, remember the, the, the movie they said that it did didn't even exist. exist? That's what I remember them saying that, and they lied. They said, they they said lied. it didn't exist. Uh, a report came out recently um, that Zack Snyder's Justice League brought in nearly $700 million and counting from H4 WBD, Warner Bros. Discovery. From HBO Max, the international market, um, and home theater sales, meaning the DVDs. Um, to date, the DVDs have grossed over $15 million and counting. Uh, yo, niggas, yo, yo, X, yo, these niggas were really, even after the fact, tried to make it seem like this shit was a flop or unnecessary. Hey, like, little movies is out here making $15 million on Blu rays in 2022. Dog, let this me look. Spider Man, maybe like. Listen, I thought I thought niggas was capping, right? I was like, you know, this is this this was a really good streaming movie, but like, you know, I didn't need to do my Googles. I went on, I went on DVDsales.com. I went on the websites. I went on the people who track this, and um, this D, this DVD, uh, the most up to date data is made. Um, this DVD has not fallen lower than ninth on the best selling list of DVDs since it came out. It's like Bad Bunny's album, bro. It just stays, and you know what I mean. It's gonna always stay in the top ten, bro. Shit is crazy. Yo, come on, man. Come on, come on, dog. What are we doing here? Respect what, us. What man. are we doing here? Acknowledge your tribal chief. Put the ones in the sky. They really lied put to us, man. They put the ones lie. in the sky. They yeah. fucking yo. Come on, man. Come on, dog. No, Don't lie to me. But yeah, that's su- that's super fire. Shout out to this matter cut. Shout out to Ray Fisher. Mm-hmm. Um, we also got to talk about more Snyder shit later because um, uh, it might be getting negative. No, um. Man. Megan Thee Stallion is allegedly confirmed to be joining the MCU in She-Hulk. Then, um, how do you feel about this? Not wait, wait, before and before we get into this, non-horny thoughts first. <laughs> my, my legit next word was gonna, was gonna be, "Brother, I'm horny, bro. I am erect." <laughs> but um, <laughs> I'm so happy for this. They made my day. Um, yeah, man. I, I don't know what else to say to this. I'm just so excited to see her. I wonder who she's gonna play. I I also want to know who she who's gonna play, but I'm gonna keep it real with you. I don't care. It don't I, matter. I do. I'm, I'm I really don't care. I'm glued to this I movie. cannot wait till they have this CGI green goddess standing next to Megan Thee Stallion, and Megan Thee Stallion's going to eat no crumbs, bro. She's gonna yeah. clear everything, bro. You know what I'm How saying? How many points you think the Death by Snoo Snoo meme is gonna make that day, man? <sighs> A hundred thousand, at least, at least, rather, a hundred, a hundred thousand. You might go viral off that again. You know what I'm oh saying? Oh my god, God bless her. Shout out to Meg, man. Shout out to Meg, dog. I would, yo, I will never forget you just posting the video. Niggas were so horny. It was, it was at a hundred thousand, like six hours, y'all. Yo, bro, <laughs> like just a regular clip. Like I wasn't even wilding. Like yo, it was, it was, it's insane. You know, the, yo, listen, the the vision of this man. Listen, 
Then uh, there's a reason I call him Then Red the God, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen. I am uh, I am Black Daniel Bryan. I am we I am Weed Richardson. Listen, he's not uneven like Charlemagne the God's complexion. All right, man. Exactly, exactly. He, he's I, a guy. You never catch me bleaching. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, next we got the Flash. Um, because I promised to not talk about Ezra Miller, but I can't talk about the Flash. The Flash has received some of the highest scores at a test screening uh, from WB sor- WBD sources since Chris Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy. Van, how do you feel about this? There's some cap in there. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the movie's probably fine. Like You know what I mean? I'm sure it's actually probably a good movie. But like, Dark Knight, nigga, come on, bro. Stop it. I don't know how, like, I don't, so here's the thing about test screening scores. I don't give a shit about them. Like, yeah, man. Like, it was, like, it's nice that we can speculate on them when we were talking about it with Batgirl a couple weeks ago, but, like, it's like preseason, yo. Like, it's a temperature thing for me. It's just like, all right, that's the temperature for the movie? Cool, but I'm still yeah. gonna go see it, or not see it, whatever whatever you want to do, you know, whatever people want to do. Because, like, here's a fun fact about test screenings, yo, like, it's not like, like, it's not like a bunch of journalists and reporters in a room or something like that. It's like the family of the cast and crew who go to these shits. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? Oh, like it's yeah. it's generally just like they get the, execs and shit. Like yeah. yeah, like you might like the the execs might tap in like the final one. You know what I'm saying? But like most of the screen scores, it's like niggas kids, yo. And that shit don't count. Like, yeah, man. like they they gonna love this because daddy made it. Like what the fuck or mama made it? Get the fuck out of here. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, man. But I don't know. I'm really curious to see like how this uh, movie turns out, given everything going on around it. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, test screeners are test screeners. Yeah, uh, I mean, like it's prom- it's promising enough. Like people fuck with the movie, but uh, these niggas yeah. ain't spoiled like Spider Man test screeners. Remember, we had the whole plot. We had yo, we had the whole plot. We had like pre alpha CGI. We had concept art. We had we had uh, unedited clips. Yo, we had we didn't have the whole. Movie. Was it was it No Way Home or Endgame that leaked like the day before it came out? Like oh, end game and Infinity War. Like and I knew Infinity War, Infinity War before it even happened, bro. Yo, these visual effects artists was trying to tell us the entire time. Yeah. Now the end game one was egregious though, because like that was legit. Twenty four hours before it dropped, niggas was like, "Here's the fuck it." Niggas like, okay. Um, what do we got next? What we got next? John Boyega, you know what I'm saying? Our our black hero, our black king of Star Wars. Uh, said he said I'm good to a Star Wars return. Yeah, how you feel about this? I don't blame him, man. <laughs> like when you escape racism, you don't want to go back. You know what I mean? But I mean, maybe further down the line, maybe years from now, maybe a decade from now, he'll actually come back because I do like the character of Finn. But mm-hmm. I don't blame him for wanting to step away from it for a minute. Yeah, I don't. So like, he's definitely not the first person to say something like this before, and. Listen, for a lot of people who say they won't come back, the only person I've seen stick to it so far um, is um, Samantha from Sex in the City. Um, oh, yeah. Or Sex her. Sex in the City, rather. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's the only one I've seen stick to it so far. And Stan Ten Toes Down on an interview being like, no, I'm not. I'm good. Like, yeah. them, they need me. I don't need them type shit. You know what Even I'm saying? Even in the um, Star Wars franchise, Harrison Ford, he, he didn't want to come back, but he was like, the bag is super found. Yo, like, he, he got to kill me the next movie, bro. Yo, like, Hans, yo, Harrison Ford said a lead, like said like no less than like eight times, no, I'm not coming back. 
Like I'm exactly. I meant that shit when I said I was good. And guess what happened in 2015? Everybody, come on now. <laughs> he was right there. Nigga was doing press tours and shit. Like, and, and guess what's about to happen in, in the next year? Indiana Jones, motherfucker. Exactly. All right, exactly, man. man. So fuck out of here with that dog. Um, not like to say like you know what I'm saying he just his experience is not valid because obviously it is, but like dog, you, it's you probably man. you like give it give it to the five year mark, which is about two more years. He'll probably be ready to at least talk about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Uh, but like, yo, even if he decides to never come back, good for him. He's yeah, like, shit. either way. He's, I'm 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 happy for him either way, man. Because I don't know though. I think a a Finn series would be fire, bro. If I think. Right. I think absolutely a Finn series would be fire, but the problem is um, to do a Finn series, you probably also got to bring back Daisy Ridley <laughs> because yeah. Daisy Ridley is the only other Jedi they know of in the galaxy at the moment. Uh, and goddamn, she's Finn's mentor and or teacher. Uh, and she doesn't even have social media, so like, <laughs> good luck getting her. I learned she recently came back to Instagram. Oh, like, nice. but like, nice. it's also a damn shame she had to wait three years post the last movie to wait to come back to Instagram. And I'm sure she's still using it in a poke, poke her head out, see what's going on, kind of way. You know? Yeah, just like as a vibe check, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, also learned she's the nepotism baby. Uh, Is she? <laughs> yeah, like her, it wasn't even like recent, but like her granddaddy like invented some real major shit and like. <laughs> Nigga, nigga, develop film. He was yeah, the first like, filmmaker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, you gotta bring my Daisy really, yo. But like, I don't think they can pay her enough to come back. Yeah. Uh, but also, you can't. You got you low key to do it. You gotta bring back at least two of the three, and Oscar Isaac, and all three of them have said within the like ever since everything finished up was like, no, I, I am good, nigga. Like, yeah. Oh, uh, maybe they like maybe John Favreau could, give, could convince them. Like, keep um, what's my man's name? Not Kathleen Kennedy, but the white dude who works alongside her. Um, oh, damn, what's his name? It, it might have been not Bob Chappelle, but there's another like leading white producer on these movies. Yeah, he's in all in all the like uh, I see him in all the like test screeners. I'm not yeah. test screeners, but like all the pictures and shit on the premieres. Yeah, yeah, but like they probably don't fuck with Kathleen Kennedy. Uh, I'll say that to begin with because she's the, like the Kevin Feige of Star Wars, basically. Um, and like they don't fuck with like whoever the other white dude is. Uh, so like, if it, they can even get past that, if John Favreau can be like, listen, I can I can assure you they will not never be on set. You won't see them. You might have to deal with them at a red carpet premiere. Maybe that's a big maybe. Even <laughs> then, and like exactly. you would literally need like John Favreau and Dave Filoni be like, nigga, we will write you wherever the fuck you want. Yeah, just 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 come back. You know what I'm saying? Nah, thanks. Um, though, if here's some out there shit, uh, if foil, are we putting on our tinfoil heads? Yeah, if somehow Mando survived 25 more years and made it to the like the end of um the Rise of Skywalker, right? Maybe fit, maybe because like there's a lot of rumors about how Mando's character arc is gonna eventually go, right? Like, there's been some people who say he's going to be the next Mandalorian Jedi, like the first one in the thousands of years in, the, in Star Wars lore. Um, it'll be kind of fired for like Finn to somehow get taught by Mando the ways of the Force. That would be fire because like See? they they would low key have like the same training. You know what I'm saying? Like they were both exactly. they were kind of both soldiers first and Jedi second. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, bro. Like that's what I'm saying. Like there's so many cool things you can do with Finn, but like you know, I understand him also being like, you know what, I'm cool. I'm cool. Yeah, and like he uh that he also talked about the the. Um, 
he how he hung out with Daniel Kaluuya once. Daniel Kaluuya, like, listen, like, we you want to? I understand you making good money, dog, and like all these major temple shit. But like, work with people who fuck with you, and then like, it won't feel like work no more. And that sounds cliche, but it's true. And you sometimes know what I'm black people we kind of need to hear that, bro. Sometimes we be so focused on yeah, goals and shit we trying to accomplish that we got to remember that. I feel like you know, just us as a whole. This is not like no one's fault, but like black people have to exist in a lot of places where we're just merely tolerated. And that's mostly just because how prevalent racism is in America. Um, but like it's seldom that one of us has the chance, the opportunity, or even the money to go somewhere where we're actually appreciated and thriving. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I t- completely resonate on Johnny Boyega's feeling. Fuck them niggas, fuck yeah. them white people. Dave you know seems like a good nigga, man. He seems like even when he was talking to restaurant on the on the shop, he seems like a solid dude, man. Yeah, they um I don't want to say like they like it's a comparison or some shit, like, but like uh that report came out but hurt like him basically talking like some witch doctor earlier or fucking some witch doctor earlier this year yeah, or something some earthy, like that. Some earthy junk. Yeah, but like um <laughs> hey smelly. Oh um, fucking Badu. <laughs> <laughs> I hear fucking um some uh some walker. Uh, <laughs> uh we should probably cut that out. Uh <laughs> But like Daniel Kaluuya seems like a pretty decent dude. Like, and on all his media appearances, he seemed pretty real. I'm gonna keep 100 real with you, dog. Like, even like him with uh, with Fred, like the work he done for Hamilton movie, that seemed to really radicalize him. Pass a lot of shit. Yeah. Um. So he seems like a generally good dude. So shout out to Daniel Kaluuya. Um. You you ready to talk about a little bit of Star Wars? Yeah. Let's do even, it. Well, I guess more Star Wars because we already talking about this shit. Yeah. Heavy Star Wars would be good. Um. There's a rumor that Star Wars Jedi Survivor, the sequel to Fallen Order, um, is going to be released in March 2023. And by the time you listen to this, that will be just about six months. Damn. Then, I like this, man. I Oh, man. I This is like, they didn't really give us no... They really didn't give a shit about this game besides the, the title. We ain't seen like a lick of gameplay. We ain't seen a trailer or a teaser. I think we've seen like the the story trailer or whatever, right? With the um the motherfucker in the cage and shit. Not the yeah. cage, the the test and the re uh, what's the what's the name of the Shin DBZ? The rehabilitation chamber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that um the healing pod. There we go. Mm-hmm. Um, but like that's the only thing we've seen about this game so far. Um, so if they're if this is true, we got to be seeing a trailer in maybe the next three months at least. Um, because I think like only the. Correct me if I'm wrong, and like Justin will probably text me after this. But um, the only like big, big major temple game I can remember recently that they announced like literally three months before it came out, or like the month before it came out, was like Red Dead Two. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, we got that. Yeah, that was pretty uh, streamlined. How that? Came yeah, out. yeah. They 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 announced it like in September and was out in October, and that was it. Like it was rumored for a long time, but they confirmed it was like, oh no, we confirmed. Here's a confirmation. Here's a trailer. And here's a release date, nigga. We'll see you. And uh, for Halloween, we was like, "What? Hold up now!" <laughs> I think, but you know, even that's pretty rare. Like usually, games we see very far out. But I like when games kind of like you know, I'm you don't need to see this much before it come out. You know what I mean? Like especially if you know it's gonna be good. It's different when like uh Madden is hot and shit, and Cyberpunk how they hit shit. You know? What I yeah. Mean? But I think that's pretty cool, man. Like cause I I get anxious seeing uh footage and like, damn, I gotta wait for this shit. Like, damn. Yeah. You know? but, yeah. It's gonna be fire though. Yeah, I can. I listen. I replayed Fallen Order last year. I love that game. One of my favorite games ever. Mostly because I've never. There's never been like a. Well, like Force Force Unleashed was different. Like it was. It was really cool, but it was most like a feats game. You like. 
you didn't really have to try hard before you could, you could really just like wild out with force powers and get through most of the things. Mm-hmm. Um, with Fallen Order, it was like nigga, you gotta fight. <laughs> like, yeah, no, yeah, you gotta fight for your life. Yo, know, if you if you can't if you don't know how to parry, bro, God bless. Yeah, you getting sent to hell, bro. If, I like the actual skill gap of it. You know? Yeah, like if you can't if you can't actually time a, a good dodge, have fun, bro. You're you know, cooked. you know, yeah. um, inshallah, as they say, mm-hmm. uh, or outshallah, as you will find. Oh, but dog, <laughs> like you gotta, you gotta try hard. That's 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 a very, it's a hard game, but it's an earned game. Like you feel accomplished when you beat that shit. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, I always feel good playing that man, and, so, and I'm, uh, you know what I mean. <laughs> Fuck up some stormtroopers, you know. It's always, <laughs> it's always really real. This might be some psychopath shit. Like, did you ever do the force grab? Like, like have a stormtrooper come to you just and just to stab him in the chest? Like, oh yeah, man, that shit was fun, bro. That was that's super fire. Just small shit like that is super cool. You know what I'm I saying? I want to get the VR shit from my Oculus and uh, play that shit. The Jedi shit on there. I feel like this is not the first time you have told me you have an Oculus, but somehow I'm still amazed that you have a fucking Oculus. You have the audacity, the unmitigated gall to call me wealthy in this fucking podcast. Nah, chill, bro. You can know you can know, you know you like two Oculuses. Fuck you, man. Get out of here. Oh, uh, but yeah, shout out to Jedi Survivor. Can't wait to see this game come out. Yep. You you ready to get into some MCU news? Yeah, man, of course, brother. Uh, I'm gonna keep it 100 real with you. I have not watched She Hulk, um, but but I did see there's a major Easter egg in She Hulk. Um, if you want to talk about She Hulk at length, you are more than welcome. Did you watch She Hulk? Yeah, She Hulk was actually this is actually a pretty good episode of She Hulk. Like, I really enjoyed the second episode, really it kind of felt like an episode of like, um, like a regular sitcom, like a Frasier or. Or a Seinfeld, as far as like it's not as good as that, but like in the tone and how the jokes were kind of hidden. Uh-huh. Um, it's actually pretty good, man. Like I, I thought some of the funniest shit is like the smaller nuance things, like her metabolism is actually super high up when she's she hook. So when she comes back to be a regular person, it's just like oh like she's fuck. just mad hungry, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And she's it's good too, and she's like getting used to her new body, so she's like bumping into shit, you know what I mean? Her balance and shit is all off because you know. Going from like five five to six seven in seconds and going back to five five is uh I'm sure that can be pretty difficult, man. You know what I mean? But the I, my favorite thing that happened is her family. This is what happened. This will what, what would happen if any of us got superpowers. You just become the moving nigga in your family. Anytime your family used to move some shit, it's gonna be coming to you. See, here's the thing though, right? I'm that now. Like, and imagine if you was Hulk, nigga. See, like, if I was Hulk, though, I wouldn't really have no problem. Like, it'll still be time-consuming. Don't get me wrong, right? But, like, all, like, the hurt and pain and, like, the soreness <laughs> of... Because mo- I'm saying all this, and every single motherfucker listening to this podcast is exactly what I'm talking about, right? Uh-huh. The hurt, the pain, the soreness, like, the overall tired, the fucking, the worst adulting thing you have to do, moving, right? All the, all the, all the hard shit about that goes away when you have super strength. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Exactly, exactly. But then, like, it was, she was just so, she was just so annoyed, bro. Because like, imagine after you move like five water gallons, like the you know the office jugs. He's like, yeah, move that. She's fixing TVs, using her as a car jack. Yeah, and see, she, nah, like, see, see that that she, niggas going dummy now. Because yeah. like, I'll be like, nah, listen, what what the fuck am I? Does my name look like Alfred Dog? Uh, like, yeah, now you just Kunta Kente working for them. You know what I mean? In the field for these niggas. But uh, nah, she looks pretty good. Uh, the abomination thing was pretty interesting. Like, um, 
Abomination getting out of jail was pretty funny. She after she had this positive meeting with the Abomination and talked to Bruce, and Bruce was like, "Yeah, Abomination wrote me a poem. He wrote me a haiku. I'm very happy. We're, we're not beefing anymore." Turns on the news, this nigga's out of out of jail. He escaped. He's like, "Fuck." Pile driving niggas on the evening news. Oh yeah, and Bruce got uh, shipped off into space. So uh, World War Hulk is on the way, brother. See, I thought the reports was kind of capping, and then I saw, I heard that too, and I was like, "Ah, mm-hmm. oh, shit, here we go again." They're really doing it, bro. So I don't, I don't know, I don't know how that's gonna turn out. But nah, she Hulk episode two is actually really a really good episode of TV. Oh, and the CGI was okay. It actually was decent, bro. It, <sighs> like she's still like she's on a PlayStation what? three. What? But it's actually decent, bro. Surprisingly. For, listen, we need a new we need a new sound effect for when Marvel CGI is actually good now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we what should we do? What should we do? You know what we should do? What, should you, what should we do? The JBL horns. <laughs> no, not, I'm not PTSD from <laughs> nah, that's it's the same thing. Right and terror, nigga. We need the JBL horns. Nah, man. The CGI was actually I need everybody good. who listens to this episode go on our Patreon, DM us. No, fuck that. Do not DM us. Tweet us at the Black Variant RNC. Oh, God. JBL and request JBL horns. All right, man. Oh, we God. need JBL horns on the soundboard. I'm officially campaigning for this. All right, man. Hey, man. If the streets want it, I'll do it, man. <laughs> That's the only way we do it. <laughs> but uh, nah, man. She Hulk was actually pretty fire, man. I, I enjoyed it. Oh, man. Cause, cause, you know, I'm glad you got to watch something you actually enjoy. I don't want you coming on here sounding like Cyrus sometimes. Shout out to Cyrus. Uh, <laughs> I just want Cyrus to stop watching AEW so bad. I feel so bad from every week, bro. Like, why y'all put my boy Cyrus through this I feel shit? bad, but yo, do you, do you see the wrestling chat during an AEW show? Oh, man. That shit's a bloodbath, bro. I don't even say shit, bro. I just peep the chaos from, like, Sting, bro. Dog, that's, yo, and then, yo, I be looking at this shit while we record. I'm like, damn, niggas getting the end over there. Yeah, Oh. Um, but let's talk about the major Easter egg, though. What we actually came here to talk about, and what I almost forgot, um, there was an Easter egg in She-Hulk, um, in a web page that said, and I quote, "Man fights with metal claws in Barbara." And there's also a reference to the Eternals, but let's be honest, we don't really give a shit. Yo, fuck um, So obviously, that's referring to Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan, how do you feel about this? Um, hmm. I mean, I really just think that was like that was just a pop the crowd, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't see it as more in, more than that, you know. I don't. I really do not think like it will. It will, like they will uh, knowing that they might, but uh, I don't. Ever since the report came out about the whole X Men and not, them not being able to use them shits to twenty twenty five, either they somehow figure out a magic way to court Hugh Jackman. Um, <laughs> God bless if they did. Um, but, or maybe they just, you know, I think because they've implied this before that like, they might go the route of like the the mutants already exist in the world. They just, you know, haven't popped up for any world ending event, all like 12 of them so far. But that wouldn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. That wouldn't make sense. Uh, unless somehow all of them are like in some like mojo world off like multi-dimensional shit. Which yeah. is like, to be honest, with some shit like the X Men would totally do when it happened to them because it's happened multiple times. Yeah. Um, but uh, oh shit, Pete Dunn. Um, but like, yeah, I honestly, I really don't care. Like, I yeah, like just <laughs> he said, I, I don't care. I know. don't. I either throw the bag at, at Hugh Jackman or or here here's a crazy 
a crazy far out there idea, everybody. Maybe you could go talk to Daph Keen, who played X23 and Logan, and throw the bag at her to come back and do the fucking character she was promised a spinoff to do that got killed because you niggas decided against it. Yeah, that would be fire, man. That's that easy. would yeah. that would that would be a super layup, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's easy money too, man. Damn, oh, coming off oh, Logan too. That oh man, that would have been what, what? Oh oh shit, we we can get the person literally handpicked by Wolverine himself to take up the mantle. I do mean in the comics in real life, Hugh Jackman was like, if there's a next one, she should star in it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They can do something as simple as making her Wolverine, but they won't because of course they wouldn't wait to cast another straight white male. All right, oh, man. Oh man, they're gonna get Hugh Jackman in Deadpool. I feel like. I don't. I He's really don't want that shit. That's really, what they're gonna do, though. I, Ryan, I, I'm, I'm sick of the Ryan Reynolds industrial complex, bro. All right, man. <laughs> I hate that he keeps winning, man. He, he does. He, you know, Ryan Reynolds has been doing the exact same shtick, all right, for at least in that last six years, and somehow it keeps it works, working. Man. It keeps working. It. Him and Chris Pratt have the same goddamn career path. I'm sick of this shit. All right, man. <laughs> exactly. We got a, oh we got we do got some racist shit on damn he beat the racist charges too with the old yeah, plantation thing yeah yeah he did yeah. him and him and Ben Affleck um it's crazy but you want to get to something that might actually be a little bit more consequential yeah let's do it man Matt Shackman um for those of you who don't know he directed WandaVision um it's set to direct the Fantastic Four he actually backed out of doing the new Star Trek movie we talked about a while ago the same one in which the actor was like oh word there's another Star Trek movie happening starring us word <laughs> um yes that's our trek movie that he backed out of doing he sets to direct fantastic four or is at least in talks to direct fantastic four as of right now um then how do you feel about this yo instead of sending me the jbl bells send me the fucking stone cold boring <laughs> boring yo man this is a the, the safest fucking choice they could have ever picked for this movie in a movie where I thought they was this they, this was the one they were gonna take risks on, man. Like this is the one you can get weird with. This is the one you can really, you know what I mean? Do something different, do something epic, you know what I mean? But they picked the safest choice, you know. So I, I guess, man. Like I, it's gonna so be full I'm, Kevin Feige joint now. Like in my yeah, mind, I'm excited, yeah. Like I, I really want to be like nice and cool about the shit. Like I'm not gonna try to dump on it too much, but like I. All these movies are Kevin Feige joints, yo, and it seems that Kevin Feige is leading into like the, not like the worst, like the most annoying parts of the MCU. You know what I'm saying? Because um, it works. So like, how can I blame him? Like, people still like watching all that shit. You know what I'm saying? It's still successful. Um, and I like, I'm just, I'm wholly uninterested in that. I'm gonna be completely honest. Most of us are not really excited for Fantastic Four. Like, once, one mean three other niggas. Yeah. It's like literally like no, like no real real shit. Every time you go into a clubhouse room, people start to or a clubhouse or Twitter spaces or just a general Twitter thread about it. Generally, you will see people be like, yo, we really don't actually really care about the Fantastic Four. We really just want Doom and everything that surrounds the Fantastic Four. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? I get it, man. I get it. Like they want all the villains. They want Galactus. They want Surfer. They want <laughs> you can't do that without the Fantastic Four. You, you simple, yeah, the Fantastic Four is just simply the niggas you have to introduce for all that to happen. Like exactly, that's how man. everyone talks about, like as plot devices. That's exactly what they're going to be used as. You know what I'm saying? Which hurts oh. my hurts my heart, man. I really wanted them to get Spielberg, bro. I'm like, yo, let's make this a fucking epic, man. 
if if they get no Spielberg got too much talks too much for that shit to happen. Every every semi accomplished director with like a distinct style has left Marvel fleeing. Like yeah. look at what happened with, was 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 it Pey- was it Peyton Reed or Edgar Wright on yes. Man Man? Yes, See? it's Edgar Wright. Yeah, yeah, Edgar Wright had to go fleeing and was like, Nah, I'm good. I just I just rather not make it than do the shit they're doing. Um, I so thought, he, I thought, you know what I mean, though. I thought Sam Raimi would have opened it up to like, man, we can do something different, bro. Like, you know. But see, even see, even with Sam Raimi, bro, like, I worked myself into a shoot, X. I tried to, I tried to tell you not to get worked up for that shit. Yeah. Um, but like, even with Sam Raimi, though, like, I think in the Doctor Strange, in Doctor Strange too, there's a legitimately good movie somewhere in there. Um, because all the Sam Raimi parts where they let him eat, yo, it was it was pretty good. I'm not going front. Like we could go full Sam Raimi, bro. We got we got something special. Yeah, yeah. like when when they let him get his shit off, it was it was actually all the best parts of the movie. Um, but they you know then you had to like put in all the fightisms after that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So like, yeah, I'm not I'm not really excited for something I know Kevin Feige is going to be in charge of. Like, call me when Kevin Feige's son grows up and they give it to him in 20 years, some shit like that. I don't know. I de- um, but I, I definitely think we get this announcement at D23. Um, yeah. Director, at least. Maybe you might get Reed Richards. But outside of that, I think that's all we're going to get. I mean, pie in the sky. They There's rumors of Penn Badgley um, being Reed Richards now, um, who was, uh, was it Joe on you? Joe, what, Joe is that? from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, is it One Tree Hill that he was on, too? Gilmore Girls. There we go. No, actually, no, no, I no. know that. Wait, he was on Gilmore no, Girls? No, he was on Gossip Girl. Gossip I, Girl. I, I, don't want to say, I thought that was uh, Milo, whatever the fuck his name was. Um, these brunette white guys confused. The man. nigga from Heroes. That's the only reason <laughs> I remember him. Uh, but uh, nah, I mean, I'm, I'm not mad at that that pick, honestly. Like, I think he's a good actor. You know, he can Yeah, I think he's I think he's decent, but like, I I like I like Penn Badgley. Like, mostly for like that sign by he did a couple years ago. It was like, yeah, he was basically like how he... You know, ascribe positive qualities to psycho white men, and we should stop doing that. Um, and then he goes to proceed to play a psycho superhero named Reed Richards. Um, he's bland enough to get that off the Reed Richards thing. He's kind of bland to play Reed. So I, I think Reed has a particular brand of humor, and no one notices it because he does not try to be funny in the comics or like in real life or like in, in the movies or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like he's funny by like how blunt he is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's like socially um, unaware. Like he has no self awareness, bro. Yeah, like he's. I don't think it's. It would be bigger than this. I think Reed Richards is a bit on the spectrum. Like the, mm-hmm. the way he's written and the way he's like portrayed, he he comes off as a bit autistic. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's not, once again, not himself. I think he actually shows Legit. all the traits yeah. of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I have a couple autistic friends, and their their brand of humor is very dry. But when you get it, that shit is funny as fuck. And that's how Reed Richards is. And I like that about him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he would just say some matter-of-fact shit and just be like, oh, yeah, you did that because, you know, you're not smart enough to figure that shit out. You'd be like, <laughs> motherfucker, did you just call me dumb? <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, you just call me stupid. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. like that's some it, shit, though. That's some shit. Yeah, he won't even notice. You, you, the, the best part is like Sue, like Sue, uh, Sue is basically his comedy partner in a lot of shit, right? Because she would be like, "Yo, like Reed, honey, you can't call people dumb whenever you want to." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. Like, exactly. like that's the fun. That's the funny part about the dynamic. So, if, like, if Pin Batch can pull that up, fuck yeah, I'm cool with it. But like. Kevin Feige, yo, I'm gonna be real. They get Pin Bagley. They gotta get Shorty to play love on you. They they got they got to keep them together, man. No, I I I don't I don't need that unhinged energy on this. No, show. We, right, man. Yeah, bro, we need that, bro. 
low key, can she just play Johnny's girlfriend? Like whoever is, I don't give a fuck who Johnny is, right? But can she just play Johnny's girlfriend? Because I would love to see Johnny deal with one psycho woman, just just truly one psycho <laughs> motherfucker. Outmatched. Like some some truly unhinged motherfucker just be like Johnny Storm. I understand you're a superhero, but do you know I will cut you, bitch? You know what I'm saying? Something like that. That would be cool. I would love to see like superheroes just deal with psycho partners sometimes. Cause like it's funny. Cause like if you saying to me, yeah, like if you're a regular person, you would definitely smash these motherfuckers all the time. What the fuck you mean you got up five minutes into dinner because you had to go rescue Fin Fang Foo? Like what the (laughs) fuck? I ain't trying to hear that shit. Yeah. yeah, get the fuck out of here, nigga. I just bought a new Nobu. Fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I yeah, that's how I feel about Fantastic Four, dog. Yeah. Um, you ready to get into this week in comics? Yeah, man. Did Stop you read man. this week? <laughs> I read Fantastic Four. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically enough, I read Fantastic Four. Um, pretty good. I mean, they're, just, they're winding it down, man. It's like it's weird when comics get into like that transitional phase where you really know the story arc and this run is going to be over soon. So they're kind of like, you know, wheeling their way towards the end. Yeah, and it gets a lot of um, thinly veiled um, crit- uh, conversations in in these last issues too. Where yeah, like niggas, niggas is throwing shots. I feel like at the, yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It's like conversations, like we're not going anywhere. We just have to get these things out. But now, I thought Fantastic Four is actually pretty solid. Um, I really like Johnny Storm, man. Like Johnny Storm is such a funny ass character to me. Like, cause he's such a dickhead, bro. Like he's such, (laughs) he's like a lovable fucking terrible person. Honestly and truly, if they ever got Chris Edwards to come back for something, I would love for him to come back as Johnny Storm because he was mad funny. I am so sorry. He was funny right. as Johnny Storm, bro. I, I know. Keep telling people that fucking casting was fucking great in those movies. Yo, those, those movies were actually funny. I those are they have a like listen, if they passed the TNT test. Mm-hmm. They if you listen, if you watch all the movies come on while you're doing laundry, you would stop what you're doing and watch that shit for the rest of the day. Like, stop absolutely, capping. Absolutely, absolutely. And niggas gotta stop lying about that, man. But, yo, I read Superman War World. Yo, mm. yo, Superman got some hard comics out right now, man. Like, yo, I'm trying listen, to tell y'all. I'm, I'm so happy for you, y'all. man. I'm so happy for you, dog. Yo, you know what I'm saying? He finally eating. You was um, out here suffering, and look at you thriving. Bro, now. we was doing very bad just a year ago, man. Skin just, glowing and shit. You know yo, what I'm saying? Yo, man, I feel back. I feel rejuvenated, brother. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yo, I bought Batman '89 hardcover. Kind of uh, sad. Kind of sad because uh, I was like, oh, "Why are you doing this to me, DC?" But no, uh, <laughs> I bought that. That's pretty cool. Um, I need to start getting more hardcovers and like trades and shit. I kind of fell off on that. Buying too many singles and shit. You, know, um, you, you see me out here buying shit from the nineties, like you ain't missing shit. Like <laughs> it's true. Yo, X, yo, sorry, bro. When X popped up with that motherfucking uh Daredevil Batman shit, I'm like, this nigga is he can't be serious. <laughs> this rich nigga can't keep getting away with this. I told you it just fell on my lap, yo. Like yeah, sure, sure, sure. Rich ass nigga. Um I started reading Judgment Day <laughs> and fam. Oh, oh yeah. I, I, I've been seeing the Instagram recaps on that. How's that? It's something, man. <laughs> like, I think Marvel has no idea where they want to go with the mutants, bro. I, like, I, long term. I, I, didn't, I don't understand why, like, out of all things that they're going through, they decided, like, the one thing they needed for the mutants was more intergalactic beefing. Um, 
like and plus also like why are these niggas getting spanked bro like they're getting like and like why by the eternals you know like yeah. who the fuck are the eternals like as strong as the eternals are they're weenies man like you know what i mean like especially for a group that's been together for so long like you would think they should be more dominant in, in other comments but they just aren't but suddenly in this they have the fucking teamwork of motherfucking like a, a fucking marines bro like it's crazy mind you these niggas die every time because they just betray each other that's they that's oh and somehow these God. niggas somehow they fight in the complete tandem against the the not no literally no bullshit against the better the best trained superhero team damn near to ever exist without batman you know what literal, I'm saying? Literal people who've grown up together, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> like literally have grown up together. Mind you, this is an island full of motherfuckers with also godlike powers. Like a planet full of them, bro. Like, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, Judgment Day is weird. It's weird, man. But eh, what can you do with that? I, I don't like it because like it's it's purely an Eternals cash grab. Like, <laughs> yeah, but like niggas ain't watch Eternals, so it's like exactly like people did not care about Eternals. Let's be, let's be honest. The, the the book that came out, like shout out to shout out to Rich because like he's the one person we know who likes the Eternals. Right? But he was doing that even before the movie. So shout yeah, exactly, out to Rich, you know exactly. I mean? Shout out to Rich. But like dog, like people after the movie, people don't talk about Eternals regularly. That shit don't yeah. come up. You know what I'm saying? Like I we don't talk about Eternals. The only thing we mentioned about Eternals because it was right above or right below the Wolverine fucking reference that we saw twenty like fifteen minutes mm-hmm. ago, dog. Like mm-hmm. we don't get, Hayek. yeah, some high of course. Uh, but we don't give a shit about Eternals, yo. Just like comic fans don't give a shit about Eternals. You want to know why we don't give a shit about Eternals? Because no one fucking knows anything about them. We don't care about these niggas. All right? Exactly. exactly. Get them out of my events. Get them off my screen. Don't nobody give a fuck about them, dog. Stop lying. All right? We don't, we don't care, man. Yo, uh, Captain America Symbol of Truth is very corny, but I, I enjoy the artwork. I enjoy the artwork. See, like when they introduced it to Sam, like, and they really didn't give it a whole lot of backstory. They're just like, "Oh yeah, he's Captain America again," which another MCU cash cash grab for the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, they could have at least, like, you know, what I'm saying, wrote it into like whatever current book he was in. Like, it, I don't, I'm not even sure there's a Falcon ongoing going on right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Last Fal- but, Falcon thing we had was Falcon and Winter Soldier, which is actually pretty good. They should have kept that going, but you know. yeah. Uh, but like he was in, uh, like he was in Tanahashi Coast's Captain America. You know what I'm saying? So like they could have easily re- wrote that into it or something like that if they were mm-hmm. if they had a forward plan, like a, a plan in advance of what to do with Sam Wilson. But this just kind of seems like they're like, all right, well he we made him Captain America in the MCU. Might as well make him shit making that shit in the comics again. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Um, so. Yeah, like, I feel like, how can I say this? I feel like Marvel's diversity and inclusion is a bit empty at times. Uh, Like, I'll give them credit for, like, doing better with some shit, like Shang-Chi finally being an Asian man, because that makes sense, Um, and not racist. Iron Fist, Iron Fist too, like, yeah. Yeah, and, like, uh, and Iron Fist actually being an Asian man, and um, goddamn, them making, uh, is it, no, not Phantom X, um, is it Psylocke? Yeah, Psylocke actually making them Asian again, like they like she was originally before a white woman literally stole her her mind, uh, or she got her mind poured into a white woman's body, and then still crazy, (laughs) and then still was somehow Asian passing. I don't, I don't, I don't know how that worked. Uh, But like uh, stuff like that. But like high large, it just feels empty. Even like as recent as last month, we had that whole thing with the Miles Morales Thor issue. You know what I'm saying? Where Which like was, or like 
and shout out to the writer of that for like coming out and be like, yeah, you know what? I fucked up. Like I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have okayed that. I should have, I should have done better. You know what I'm saying? Um, but like Marvel didn't has an issue, no statement about that. And like that was that was egregiously racist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they ain't said shit about that, yo. So act like it never happened, bro. Yeah, like and like imagine how like Saladin at Medfields, who's who's I literally currently writing my around like y'all are undoing all the goodwill I have somehow bit, built. You know what I'm saying? Like it was a great story with the whole clone thing, like and then just like all that goodwill is kind of just gone away. Yeah, just, and you know some shit that he even have wasn't even probably even involved in. It was crazy. Exactly. And like I'm not gonna say here and cap like DC don't fuck up the diversity because like like the Kyle Rayner Latino Heritage Month cover, <laughs> that shouldn't have yo, made it that shouldn't have out, made it past time. editing. Out, that should not have made it past editing. We gotta yo. take 30 seconds and talk about that. Them niggas are not serious, bro. Did it, you see the uh, did you see the blue bleedle joint? I did. <sighs> I, did you see I, the Jessica Cruz joint? Y- no, what happened? Bad. <laughs> Equally uh, as bad, man. Yeah, like that that should not have made it past editing. You know, that should not whoever is like the, the editor of those characters or the or, or the, those even books or whatever, like the Titans book or like whoever the editor of Green Editor is right now, that should not have made it past you, yo. That should not yeah. have been published ever. Like and that's, that's why that, you have like people of color in, in these rooms, why you need them more. Exactly. You know? Exactly. This is this is why we stress this shit. Um, that like you should have people cover in these leadership positions. So who the fuck's going to catch this if you don't? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 100%. Like, uh, like you. The only, I think the only person of color right now on the WB board, or when I even like just the DC Creative Council or whatever the fuck it's called these days. Um, I think it's Jim Lee, and Jim Lee's a not to like I say like whatever his experience is isn't valid, but like he's a relatively well off Asian man. Like, why would he catch the racismo of George Latin people or Hispanic right. people or Latinx people? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he won't catch the subtle shit towards black people because he's that's just not his experience. You need to have these diverse experiences. So when shit like this happens, you have something to be like, yo, maybe the, maybe we should have looked at this a second time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's all of what it took, honestly. Like. But nah, those those covers are egregious. And I seen the artists come out and say, like, yo, man, this is not you see you see my signatures on one and not the other. Yeah, like he was, the original versus the revised one. Yeah, it's it's really whack because you can easily see like in the shit where like they just copied his old shit and like just put it in the racismo. Um yeah. shout out to Jorge Molina. Um that's why we need more solidarity. Like as an artist, like why would you even want to go over somebody else's work, you know, <laughs> make it aggressively racist. See, here's the crazy part about it. Like, they might not even got another artist to do that. That could have just been, like, someone in D.C. like, Photoshop, like, all right, just throw a name on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, because, like, let's be honest, that shit has happened before. Like, Yeah, unfortunately. Um, So, so nasty, though. Ugh. It's it's really unfortunate, but, like, yeah, like, both these companies need to do better, dog, but, like, we need, we need, we need more diversity in these because if we don't, it gets worse. Um <laughs> and Zazlav, I'm staring directly at you. Um oh, I gotta <laughs> see that motherfucker in the streets, man. Like, oh my god. I we'll talk about that shit later. Yeah. Um DC TV news, not even really news, but shout out to Neil Gaiman and shout and I apologize to Neil Gaiman and Alan Moore for saying <laughs> we definitely got them confused if you yeah, I definitely noticed that. Yeah, Neil Gaiman is the writer of Sandman. It was not Alan Moore. I got them mixed mixed up. That's our fault. My bad. Um, but shout out to Neil Gaiman for coming out and saying he sabotaged John Peter's Sandman movie by leaking its script and with in the, with the quote of it was the worst script I've ever read by anybody. Um, uh, and and the funniest part about this, like, this is not recent. 
Like this was this is from the nineties, yo. He's been holding this beef on for nearly thirty years. Like, yeah, like me. No, man, shout out to him. So that's how you gotta clip some stuff, man. Oh man, I that's that's beautiful. Just hold just holding on to the beef for decades. Just to spin the block when it's finally popping in and be like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I swatted that shot the sky like the Kimbe Mutombo nigga. You know what I'm saying? Tell Cersei it was me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I respect it. It was hilarious. That's that's hilarious. Shout out to Dale Guy, but dog, he's been a real one this entire time. From this to dunking on racist people for the show on on Twitter. Shout out to him, man. What a stand up guy. He might be the coolest white person in the, in the United States. I'm gonna be completely honest. Old white person. Yeah, him and Tony Hawk, brother. Him and Tony. Him and Tony, <laughs> Tony Hawk. Um. All right. So next to our next our new unofficial segment, WBD Watch or Zaslav Watch. Oh, pain, pain watch. Okay. Pain, pain. <laughs> Vibe check. Um, let's, let's just say this is our weekly roundup of whatever WB news that's came out since the merger in the last week that might affect DC products and stuff like that. Um, first off, Dan Lin is in talks to take over as DC chief. And by DC chief, you know, this whole Kevin Feige of DC shit they've been talking about. We mean that. Um, he has previously produced the It franchise, um, the Lego movie. And he's currently behind the in-development live-action Avatar series on Netflix. Um, and the reported structure that's being, um, I guess, offered is that Lynn would direct, report directly to Zaslav and put in every, in every, all the DC decisions would be directly underneath him. Dan, how do you feel about this? I don't know how to feel, man. Like, I, I, what is this like? But how does this impact people of color, man? That's what I really want to know. Like, yeah, because um, like while this is cool, right? Like putting it like he's a he's an Asian man, so like I think it making him the head of uh, a whole basically one of America's most prominent franchises ever um, would be cool from a diversity standpoint. Um, yeah, there's still a hell of reports coming out about how they're purging every executive in every office of black and brown people. So. I'm starting to think this is not going to be a good idea. Kind of like how, you know, Jim Lee's an a-, a rich Asian man who somehow missed the racist Latino heritage months covers, you know, it's kind of the same exact principle. Um, I, I don't know. I, and what does this mean for like, um, like movies they have coming out? Like, are they just always like, are they so, restarting it? Like speaking of that, um, Let's talk about the uh, two more news eyes before we get to the big thing. Mm-hmm. So Shazam 2 and Aquaman 2 both got moved from the release dates. Um, so Shazam 2 was supposed to come out December, I think, 21st this year. Uh, it got moved to March 17, 2023, which was Aquaman's date. Mm-hmm. And Aquaman got pushed back from March 17, 2023 to, Dece- to Christmas of next year. They nuked uh, my boy Aquaman. God damn. Yeah, we have to wait. We had six months, and now we got to wait a year and a half for the next Aquaman movie. God damn. Um, so, yeah, but the, re- the reasoning behind this is the Hollywood Reporter reported that the reason for the movie is that w- for the move, WBD only has enough budget left in the, in the year to release two more tempo movies. Don't worry, darling. Which is the movie starring for by directed by Olivia Wilde, um, starring Harry Styles and Florence Pugh. 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 
Yeah. Kate Bishop, her. But like, yeah, I think I, you would think they would care about that. But yeah, the two movies that they're affording in 2022, couldn't afford 2022, is Don't Worry Darling and Black Adam, which, you know, it's The Rock. I get it. Um, but the next rumor after that is that part of the reason for pushing these movies besides the money issue is David Zaslav meant what he said when he said that the most important WB franchise was the DC Trinity. He there's a report saying that David Zaslav is working on the immediate, and I do mean immediate reemergence of Ben Affleck's Batman and Henry Cavill's Superman into the DCEU. And you could kind of maybe understand this from those recent moves, such as canceling Batgirl and Ben Affleck replacing Michael Keaton in Aquaman 2. Right. Now, now there have been reports of reshoots for the last act of Flash. Um or even more reshoots for the last after Flash. And we know there was reshoots over the summer because, you know, when the latest update of Ezra Miller's soccer came out, um, it was reported that the only reason they found out that um, he was in Dang. Virginia or Vermont wilding, or they, my bad, thank you, appreciate you. Um, they were wilding was because they were out there filming and no one knew. They found out because they were wilding. Um, so it makes sense why they didn't publicly denounce their behavior. Exactly. They were, um, they were seeing them every day. You know? Exactly. So that could very well be true. Uh, and I can see it being true because David Zaslav says frequently um, about how he would like Batman and Superman to be prominent in the middle of this universe. Uh, so I do think there might be a, when there's smoke, there's fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we, because before it was rumored that like Michael Keaton's Michael Keaton, Ben Affleck's Batman was going to die in Flash. Um, and while I can't confirm nor deny any of those reports, uh, there it seems at least right now Ben Affleck's Batman was at least supposed to survive Flash, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, while Michael Keaton's Batman was still going to take over. Um, I don't know if that's changing, but it damn sure seems like it is. Yeah, that's what um, you know, indications and just things that we've heard kind of been leading into it. So yeah. Um, so if that's true, I'm cool with them coming back with immediate effect. Um, I, I hope Zaslav doesn't do like the, the old head thing of like, man, I don't, I don't want all these goddamn Batman in my goddamn movies. We got, we, they're basically, there can only be one type shit. Um, uh, like, Batman's. I, like, I really do not want him to like pull a Joker in Dark Knight and break the pool stick and just like, <laughs> y'all throw, fight it out. <laughs> yeah. Throw this shit in the middle and be like, yeah, figure that shit out, nigga. Like, yeah. um, so I, I I hope you know both of them can stay, but if it comes down to it, actually tell me like I don't. But the thing is with Keaton, man, don't show it to me if I can't have it, bro. Yeah, like I mean, like I guess, I guess, I guess if you can contain it to just the Flash cameo, it will be I can deal with it at least like that. Mm-hmm. But like, don't I feel that's a bit cruel. But I also feel the same way about Ben Affleck's Batman. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And like I, I respect Michael Keaton, but Michael Keaton got his movies. You know what I'm saying? Like Michael yeah, Keaton, he got his run. Michael Keaton got his run. He's in two of the highly regarded comic book movies of all time, and not to mention the motherfucker has thrived outside of them too, and in a variety of roles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but Ben Affleck's Batman kind of didn't get to finish. I if I had to pick between the two, I would be cool with Ben Affleck's Batman getting it, but I would also want to see what. We live in a future where a, a simultaneous maybe Ben Affleck Batman franchise is going on, and uh, Robert Pattinson's Batman is going on. 
I think that'd be kind of cool. And I think audiences are intelligent enough to, you know, differentiate between the two. You know what I mean? I think it's like both can coexist, you know, but yeah. I don't know. I feel like they, they feel like the audience is stupid, so I don't think they're going to even try to attempt that. You know? Yeah. Um, and I mean, with the news report about Matt Reeves signing the first league deal with WB for TV and movies, I assume they have no plans to get rid of the Batman and Robert Pattinson and all of them. Yeah, so, no way, so I think they kind of basically don't have a choice between um, not doing both of them at the same time. Like if Zazov just wants one, he's going to have to deal with that shit until one of the, those franchises get done. Because unfortunately, the Batman was too successful to not get a sequel. And remember what was said before the movie came out. Like even Matt Reese said, like, yeah, we're kind of committed to this for ten years. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like we have, this, yeah, like we have a plan. Like, yeah, know? like if if they want to change shit, that's on them. But uh, this is my passion project right now. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, that's all we got for uh, <laughs> WBD Watch this week. Yeah, man. Um, pain Watch. Pain Watch. Speaking the of pain, or speaking <laughs> the Night Watch. What a choice of words, man. You want to talk about House of Dragons? Yo, my, my, my boy. Yo. We, before we get into the actual happenings of the episode, can we talk about records? Another record being broken? You know what I'm saying? Can't, they can't lose over there, brother. You can't. Listen, they, they said we would never... Like we said at the beginning of the show, they said we would never eat again. They said mm-hmm. we would never feast like this again. They tried to take food off our table, Van. Yep. All right, man. They, they said... They said Thrones would never be popping again. They said Game of Thrones would never make a comeback. It could never recover from the from the awfulness that was season eight. Brother, these last are week we were told these are things we were told. Yo, last week, ten million people pulled up, set a record to watch the the series premiere of House of Dragons, right? And here we are next week. The episode two set the next record, broke the record set by the previous week for House of Dragons. The first episode was watched by ten million people, even ten million, right? The second episode was watched by 10.2 million people. That man, that's an incredible number. Brother, like, we can't be stopped right now, man. We're just too hot, brother. They said we would never eat again, yo. They they said we couldn't do this, yo. These are things they said. These they, are things they said. They said we can we can never feast like this again, dog. Look what happened. Look at Look us eating. Here. Still Look here, thriving. Let's get into the episode, man. What an episode. I Hey man, shout to Corliss Hendrix, man. <laughs> Ancestor of future Hendrix. Yeah, man. What an what an episode. Uh, I don't even know where to start, man. I don't even know from start. from the crab feeder, from them showing us the crab feeder, who has the monkey, uh, yeah. to the the conversation between Rainier and Rainice, um, who for those of you who don't know the names yet, the queen who never was. That's that's the one. Um, Cisco Targaryen's wife. Um, <laughs> to to. <laughs> Damon, yo, Damon was wild. And listen, I've done a lot of things in life. I've, 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 I've talked to a lot of people. I lived a lot of lives, right? I've had a lot of friends. Not a single one of my friends in life have ever um, pulled up to their old house, stole the most prized possession out of somebody's urn, um, and then, nuts. and then sending, sending a goddamn um, telegram the next day saying, "Hey, what's up, everybody? I stole the egg." Um, also, um, I got my I got my side chick pregnant. And I'm getting married, and I'm marrying her. Uh, oh, and we it's in two days. 
pull up, fuck nigga. And that that was the message. Like <laughs> exactly. And shout out to the king for being like he's full of shit, bro. Like this yeah. nigga's cap. <laughs> I, I appreciate like the king, like everyone else, like, nah, we gotta send this nigga right now. The king was like, his nigga is clearly lying, bro. Like he is yeah. he's acting out. I know my brother. This we don't really gotta care about this shit, but we gotta get the ed back. Uh so and Otto Hightower was basically like brimming up the teeth to try to go kill this nigga, knowing damn well he would wash him. Yeah, like um, first of all, you're outnumbered, brother. Like, and listen, I ain't beefing with no nigga with a dragon dog. I'm gonna keep it home. You real won, bro. You won, big boy. I, I don't want no smoke, no pun intended. All right, man. Exactly. Um, but yeah, but even even when you know Otto pulls up, it was like unhand, you know, unhand the egg type shit. Rainier pulls up like a real nigga. Gee, South is scared. Said she pulled up in an Uber black. <laughs> this is egregious, brother. She bro. pulled up like a real one. Was like, listen, man, if you want to, if you want to wipe my nose, all you got is space opportunity. If yeah. you don't, give me my motherfucking egg, bro. Leave me alone. Exactly. Like, and, when, and look what happened. She returned. She returned to King's Landing with the motherfucking egg. All right, man. We can't forget her punk and her uncle too. Like your uncle, she said basically, "I'm right here, nigga. Push the right. goddamn button if you want." Right, do come it. on, man. The hood said I can't come back home. You uh, know why I heard that? Back home. I was when I was back home. Back you home. know what I'm saying? Uh, and then she went back home. It was like, and you know, her daddy tried to be mad at her and be like, "Damn, little nigga, I'm kind of proud of you." Like, <laughs> <laughs> you like we all have had moments with our parents before. Like, I really want like you shouldn't have you know whooped maybe stomped their ass out, but like. It's a pretty decisive victory, my nigga. Like, congratulations. Um, <laughs> but listen, man. Um, but somehow pulling up on the dragon wasn't the wildest part of the episode. The wildest part of the episode was was Corliss or Cisco Targaryen. Um make, out here making power plays. How do you offer your 12-year-old daughter to a 36-year-old man, dog? Like yeah, that was uncomfortable. That was hard to watch for me. I couldn't ugh, and and I, I gotta say this, I do appreciate them. Being a bit more aware than they were in before in Game of Thrones, basically like DVD not being a part of this. I appreciate them being like writing that into the show to be like, This is fucked up, like, yeah. this is weird. Because in old Game of Thrones, they would we would, would not have blinked an eye, <laughs> we wouldn't have blinked an eye, yo. Yeah. D would have wrote, wrote the same and be like, Oh, wait, do y'all know she's 12? Oh, shit. How, what do we do now? You know what I'm saying? Well, goddamn, well. Can a, can a million show our titties again? Well, I guess we that's all we got. You know what I'm saying? Um, I do like how they toned down the nudity just a little bit in this one. Um, yeah, it's not as much smashing, you know what I mean, so far. You know yeah, I mean, I mean, I appreciate I mean, that. Yeah, but like, uh, I appreciate they've written to the show, like, this is fucked up. And the opening knowledge is like, listen, man, I might be an inbred motherfucker, but I'm not that bad. All right, man? Yeah. Um, but while, yeah, it's kind of nasty to not marry the 12 to, to marry the 12 year old um it's somehow even nastier that it's like you know what nah 12 is too young but 16 fair game you know what i'm saying <laughs> what, the wrong, what the fuck is wrong with this show uh and i gotta say Viserys is having quite possibly the worst go of it since the the name of thomas tom and baratheon 200 years later 150 years later um how do you manage to alienate your strongest ally and your heir in the same damn move. Because, like, not only did she just find out, like, A, you're getting married again, because, like, they talked about in the episode, but, mm-hmm. B, she just found out you're fucking her best friend, who's her age. Who she confided in, like, damn, I really don't want my dad to get married again. 
<laughs> she just saying that. Yeah, man, that's crazy, bro. Whole time she reading poems and books to her dad and shit. Whole, like, whole time she's like, man, who would do that shit? Ah, crazy. shit, it's me. I appreciated uh, Corliss doing the Yakuza, bang the table meme, <laughs> walking out. <laughs> I appreciate uh, that. But listen, Corliss immediately linking up with Damon, I respect it. I respect it. Honestly. Like, you know, in old Game of Thrones, everybody would be shocked. There'd be like uh, Jim Ross, you know, memes on the timeline, shit like that, right? Nah, everyone, everyone's jaded enough now to be like, you know, we respect it. Let's, let's, let's see how this goes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I... I personally love this episode. Yeah, it was fun watch. I have, this will be over by the time the guys are hearing it, but I can't wait for the rewatch, man. I can, yo, I cannot wait. Um, hey, this man, they said that we would never, we would never do this again, man. They said um, we can never do this again. They said we would never eat like this, dog. I'm happy. Look at us. You're having a good time. But let let us not skip the most important part of the episode: Damon and Corliss. Doing the uh, doing the all sorts of nigger handshake. <laughs> nah, the, honestly, the best part of the episode is low key. Um, then being like, listen, man, I can call my brother a bitch ass nigger, but you got you, relax. you can't call my brother a bitch ass nigger. All right, he hit him with the nori, relax. <laughs> uh, also, the mo- the second funniest part of this episode, um. Damien lying about having a wedding and having a baby at the same fucking time. <laughs> and then he did the side trip like, yo, man, like, you told him I was pregnant? He was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he was like, hey, man, yo, I, I might have wild on, but she was like, nigga, I escaped slavery for you. Like, what the fuck? Uh, Rhaenyra was like, is she even pregnant? Are you even going to be a father? He was like, one day. <laughs> Like what? No, I I I love their relationship because like it became less creepy in this episode. Like, oh shit, and like it became like way less. It became more uh, niece and uncle. You know what I'm saying? And less like uncle potting on niece. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Mind you, he still is just in a different way. (laughs) You know what's crazy too? It's like I like the point she she brought up. She was like, man. Like you're you're still a prince. You're still attached to the kingdom. I'm just a random whore. Like you can't be throwing us. You can't be wilding out on these people. Yeah, she killed. They're like you have power, nigga. I'm a I am a casualty of war. <laughs> exactly. I, I am a what's this, what's the talk about? collateral? I'm collateral damage. Like exactly. Like you gotta relax. You can't be you can't be using my name out here like that, dog. Like I could I could very well been lunch by now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> Um, you really making another threat, especially if they know she's carrying like some type of hair to you know the family. Like yeah, and like I appreciate that perspective, and like I I I like that there's a bit more at least diverse voices in this in this show, or at least more perspective in this show. Yeah, they're kind of trying, like they, yeah, yeah. And I think it's cool that like they got the uh, they got the dude who did all of our favorite episodes, like Battle of the Bastards and uh, Hard Home, and the actual um, all the classics, brother. The Long Night, like all the ones we really fuck with to do the, to be the showrunner for this show. Um, I think that was really smart on their on their on their part. Um, so far, this show is still begging, hitting on all cylinders. Um, we are right back in the Thrones world, and all you motherfuckers still thinking planning can stop that shit, yeah. stop the cap. All right, man. Y'all having a damn good time. Y'all like, we can watch it as a family. Have some shame. It's all right, man. You got to think about it, bro. This is the last time we've um, kind of like, you know, watched something as a family since like Euphoria earlier this year. But like, 
Uh, so I'm gonna keep it real with you. Most of us checked down on Euphoria. So, yeah, uh... yeah, yeah. I'm for real. <laughs> for episode three, it was kind of kind of bleak in the streets, man. Um, I think the thing, the the only thing before that was like, cause like before this, like I feel like not to be corny, but like I feel like watching with the family kind of got played out, not because like it's whack, but because like we had no choice what to do that for about two years. Um, yeah. And eventually, just people just like, people eventually just stopped tweeting about all like the lonely shit and like and God bless. But yeah, like we don't Plus really with do that. Streaming, we all watching things at different times too. Like yeah, know? and like I, I kind of like that more because like I didn't, I wasn't tweeting along with everybody else, and like that kind of added to my enjoyment of the show. Game of Thrones, it's like Game of Thrones or wrestling. Unless I have a group chat uh, to talk specifically about that, I'm not tweeting about it, bro. Like <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Um, but yeah, that's that's all we got. At least in, in all comic news and nerd shit. Honestly, we talk about Game of Thrones so much. I'm starting to think we might should. Maybe make a Game of Thrones podcast and put it on Patreon. <laughs> I'm down, brother. You know, I love this. <laughs> we might, we might. Hey, man, we'll talk about that later. Uh, but you ready to get into the soapbox this week? Yo, man, the soapbox this week. You guys are gonna think it's weird. You guys are gonna think it's funny. But yo, you know who's a good Yakupian who makes decent music? Shout out to Casey Musgraves. She yeah. has this album called hey. Starcross, bro. That shit is fire, brother. Hey man, and uh, of course the forty ball. You feel me? You oh know yeah, thank forty. Shout out to Spacey Casey. But yo, Casey Musgrave, she got some shit, man. Like yo, you get a chance, bump her music. Trust me, I don't usually bump like country Jacobian music. I keep it strictly for my people most of the time. But yo, she got some jams. She got some jams. Check her out. Shout shout to Casey Musgraves. Um, I mean, this is like some very on brand shit for me. I don't go out of my comfort zone that often. Um, I listen to Summertime 06 again. Yeah. Uh, certified classic. Certified classic. Certified classic. Certified classic. Certified classic. Yo, he's been on like a quiet little run because like, you know, Vince David don't got the promo everybody else. But like, Ramona Park broke my heart and self-titled, fire. Like, come on, man. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm a very shallow nigga. I don't got nothing else for y'all this week. I'm going to be completely honest. Uh, you got more noble menus for you, nigga. All right, man. All right, man. <laughs> Uh-huh. All right, so yeah, listen. That, that you know, here's a better here's a better pitch for the JBL horns, right? Uh-huh. Whenever you call me rich, you can play them. Okay. See, see. Handshake. Most that handshake during the Rachel draft. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's, let's play some bills and let's get out of here, man. Um, of course, debuting this week on the on the Black Variant Patreon live from Titans Tower, the official Young Justice Rewatch podcast with, with myself. Van Red the God, and of course, the purveyor of violence, um, Jamal, a.k.a. LJ. Um, shout out to AD for pulling out for the first AD, episode. Man. Yo, I had so much fun with you guys, man. Classic. Absolute classic episode. No bullshit. Uh, I cannot wait to be who else we get for our next episode. Uh, I We're going to have a lot of fun doing this. And I can't wait till like we mix and match maybe like some Teen Titans Goshen, some Teen Titans shit in too, because we're going to get real silly with this eventually. Um, of course, tap in Wednesdays after House of Dragons, Drunken Rewatch with the homie fan, with me and Van, with all the homies. Wednesdays at 6.30 Central Time. Um, what else we got for y'all? The Lookout, Subs Lie, Dubs Lie, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. A new a new spot callers in the A-Show Network, new A-Show, you know, a big week this week, Royal Report, you know what I'm saying? We got, of course, another incredible banger episode of Black Print. We got Ugly Radio with Rob. Uh, and of course, we got more updates on the patreon.com backslash the black variant RNC. Uh, shout out to all of our patrons, all of y'all who make this possible. Um, I do got to say, the 
the feedback we got on live from Tyler Sauer today, man, very almost nice. cried, almost cried. G, like, oh, uh, yo, very nice. Shout out to y'all. Um, man. we talk about this frequently, but we would really not be doing this shit if not for y'all. We really genuinely enjoy this and getting messages like that, getting the the um, getting the feedback like that. Legitimately makes me happy. Shout out to everybody who subscribed recently. Yeah, shout, shout out to, to D- Mark. Shout out to Mark. Shout out to DJ Larry. You feel me? Yeah. Shout out to everybody tapping in with us. Yo, everybody, man. Yo. Yo, we really fuck with y'all. We appreciate y'all, man. Thank you. Um, is there anything else you need to tell the people before we get out of here? Yo, man. I'm just appreciative, man. Guys, thank you guys. Um, I think you know, winter is actually coming now. You know, we're about to get into the fall. I'm just, just trying to say, you listen, man. Um, hunker down, have fun, listen. I realized this recently. This is the most partying I've done in the summer since I was in college. Uh, we had a time last night. Hey, I I have been actually very blessed and very grateful to be able to connect with all my friends this summer. Just I've hit just about every friend group with at least one major outing this summer. Something I've never done before. And I I, I hope and pray everyone else has gotten a similar summer. Everyone else has just as much as fun as I had. I hope everyone else continues to have a good year despite all the bullshit that's happening. Because, you know, we all we keep persevering, bro, and all we got is us. And so far, us is doing pretty goddamn well. So um, shout out to y'all. Love y'all. Um, send all the positive vibes. I'm going to go sit and hang out with my Leonardo as a power ranger's Funko Pop. And I'll talk to you brokies later. Chance, we out. Nigga, man. <laughs> JBL horns in the outro. Bye, nigga.